You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler, Halen Miller Keys, and Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to an all new episode of Help! I Suck at Dating. I feel like I jump into my podcast voice anytime I do that. Help! I Suck <laughs> at Dating. Jesus! I was going to correct you. <laughs> we suck at being newlyweds. I mean, to be fair, I was saying it for a few years, but I mean, yeah. my God. Kaylin, I wish you could virtually slap me. This, these no, it's okay. Not- we suck. You know, it's a, it's in the it's in the title. We're allowed to suck. I know. I guess. Yeah. Help. We suck at coming up with names for podcasts <laughs> or saying yeah. the podcast name to be precise. I wish we did it in <laughs> studio for the for two reasons. One, I just like being in studio with you and Dean. I feel mm-hmm. like it creates more of like a dynamic. And then secondly, for situations like that where you could just throw something at me to correct me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We need another in studio session. When's the next time you guys are going to be in L.A. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Same, honestly. I don't know why I asked that because we don't even know. Why Why do I feel like my life, our lives are in constant chaos? Other people have kids. Other people own businesses. <laughs> like, I don't understand why it just constantly feels like I am in this. It's just a blur. Everything is a mm-hmm. blur. Anyway, not to complain about me. I'm doing fine. I met Tom Cruise this past weekend. It was fun. Yeah, wait, let's, let's jump into it real quick. We don't have Dean here. Dean was supposed to be here and his flight should have landed two hours ago, but they canceled it, didn't tell him and rebooked him for another flight. So he's currently in the air. How, how can they not tell someone when the flight is canceled? That seems illegal. It's so weird. It's so weird. We've been having so many flight issues. So his got canceled, rebooked, and there were no other flights out. So he just had to wait in the airport for like two hours. Um, and then his flight home tonight, because he just was flying in and out, is also rebooked and they didn't tell him. So I don't know what's going on with the airlines. Airlines are bad right now. Everybody's going through it. It's just, and I remember the FDA preparing people for this. They said a few months ago that, hey, listen, just FYI, if you're flying this summer, it's not going to be good. Because apparently they were urging all a lot of airlines to cancel a lot of their flights because they've been having staff issues. That's the biggest thing. Mm. So they don't have enough staff for the flights that they're booking. 
they're booking yeah. these flights and then the day comes and they're like, well, we don't have a crew for this one. So we have to switch that crew to this one. And that's what's causing all these delays. And I feel like a lot of times when you're in the airport, you'll be hearing or if you board a plane, it's like, oh, the crew's on its way. We're waiting for the crew. Yes. We can't board before the crew. And that's the biggest issue. And it's just like, God damn. And then, of course, you have all the other issues that go with flying, technical issues, because you got to make sure the plane's safe. I remember one time I was on a flight and the captain came on. And we were delayed for like an hour sitting on the tarmac and nobody knew what was going on. And then he came on. And he said, um, you know, so sorry for the delay. We're having issues with one of our engines. So we're oh. getting maintenance to look at it. And Not then, while you're in air. No, well, not while before in you air. Take off. Okay, okay. But before we took off. So then he said he was being very honest, which I don't know if a pilot should be this honest. He said, if they if maintenance can't fi fix the issue with the engine, we're going to try to jumpstart it uh, by taking some of the power from the second engine, jumpstarting the first one, and then we'll be on our way. I was like, I don't think you want to tell anybody on the on the plane that you're jumpstarting one of the engines to lift off. Not not the best. No Just say way. everything's good, we're good to go. But apparently this happens a lot. Apparently, a lot of times when you're flying, you'll be flying on one engine. Oh, that's terrifying. I don't I even want to. I have so much flight anxiety. Um, my flight for the fourth, we went to Durango and my flight was canceled and they were like, we're not going to give you your money back, which I was like, I'm sorry, what? And they weren't offering to rebook me. Um, it was it was the most insane thing. They're like, so so long story short, the flight got canceled. They waited like an hour and they're like, maybe this is a joke. Maybe it's not actually canceled. And they're like, no, it is. But at that point, all of the other flights got booked up because everyone else got rebooked immediately. And they were like, maybe it's a joke. And so they didn't have any flights available until Saturday. But originally they weren't offering to book me or anything. Um, weren't offering to give me my money back. It was insane. And so I was like going to be stranded in Durango for three days. I go back and forth whether uh, because listen, these airlines, you know, safely fly you thousands of miles mm -hmm. at speeds you'll never reach again. And the ability to for me to I could get to California in six hours right now if I really had to. I will like, you know, depending if I could get a seat or not. But I could legitimately really try to find a way to get to California tonight because of mm -hmm. airlines. And that's crazy. Plus, now you're up there. There's TVs. There's Wi-Fi. There's all this crazy stuff. Having said that, because I try not to complain that's my point is that like hey listen sometimes you go through delays sometimes you get canceled it's fine and shit happens whatever but you know when we're paying like four or five hundred dollars for a ticket i'm not even talking about first class or anything like economy economy if, yeah we're flying to la right now from boston it's probably like 400 bucks for just a mm -hmm. middle seat it's like oh like if you're paying those prices like you gotta at least like you can't give me a nine hour delay like a couple yeah. hours i'll sit in the airport i'll be fine but if you're talking about hours after hours after hours that leads to cancellations that leads me to another mm -hmm. days then it's like okay guys we might have to like think about the pricing of airlines once again right well that's my thing too i i don't like to complain we deal with flight issues all the time i never complain i'm just like i understand that these things happen but if my flight is canceled i spent 500 dollars on this economy seat and you're telling me I can't get my money back and yes. I'm stranded here and I have, you're not going to pay for my hotel. You're not going to pay for anything. I have to pay now a thousand dollars for a hotel. Like this is crazy. Who's uh, a worse traveler? You or Dean, you guys both travel a lot. Who's worse though? Does he get like, um, at, does he get angry towards these things? No. Well, he, he was definitely frustrated today just because he wasn't informed. Um, I'm just a very anxious traveler. Uh, like I like to get there early and Dean likes to get there right as the doors are closing, you mm -hmm. know? So we're just very different travelers. If things go wrong, he's pretty chill and he's usually chill if I'm getting upset. So we kind of balance each other out. Yeah. I just, I, 
am probably the worst because what happens to me is that I accept that everything's going to suck. Like everything's just going to be terrible. And it's not anybody's fault. It's just the way it is. You go through TSA. First of all, you check in. There's always going to be a line. So God forbid we have to check bags because I always have to check a bag with Ashley, which is so frustrating because I can go someplace with a backpack for seven days. I am golden. But Ashley has to bring three suitcases, you know, a body bag and 17 (laughs) carry-ons. And so I have to wait in line because there's no like you check in, you pay on the app. It always never goes according to plan. So we always have to check in, go and weigh the bags. They're always, it's crazy how Ashley, you you can't go over 50 pounds and her bag is always like 56 pounds. I'm like, do you not (laughs) understand that you, and then of course, we're the ones who are taking things out of the suitcase, trying to put them in our carry-ons, which makes our carry-ons unbearable to carry and it kills my back, but I digress. And then we go to security. And then of course we don't, we never did pre-check. I think we might've gotten pre-check now, but for many years we've never had pre-check. So of course we're standing That's in crazy. Line. I know we're stupid. Not we're, having pre-check. You got to have pre-check and clear. I know clear is a big one. We've had clear, which is great, but some airports don't have clear. So yeah. if we don't go through clear, then of course we're going through TSA, which is fine. Hey, security purposes, make sure everybody's safe on the plane. Even though there are some times where I'm like, you know, there's some people who are really, like really looking through the bags and some people who are, I'm like, no, I've got some liquids in there that are way yeah, over the regulation. Me, there's two water bottles you didn't see there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And then of course, you know, we're mostly delayed. See what I, so, and then you, I just, I can't stand the crowds. I can't stand. It's so funny how I can stand crowds if I'm going to Disney or a place I'm looking forward to. But if I'm on a plane, I mean, the fact that like people who are in, uh, what is it called? Group five. And they're like, oh, if you're in pre-check or if you serve in the military, you can come on up. But you know there's like a line of people who are in group five, six, and seven just standing there in the way. Yeah. Get get out of the way because if I'm in group one, which most of the time I'm not, I'm usually in group five. If I'm in group five, I'm sitting down. What is my rush? The only rush Mm -hmm. would be the fact that if they run out of overhead bin space. But that's the only thing that stresses me out too. I get that. Yeah, but so but still, you're still group five, so sit down. I, people don't have airport or plane etiquette. No, it's it's bad, and it's frustrating. So what? I, the, long story short, the reason why I'm the worst traveler is because I'm such a pissant. Because <laughs> when I'm with Ashley, I'm just expecting it to be terrible. So when something goes wrong, mm-hmm. I'm like yep, like she'll be like, Proved oh right. no, that sucks. And I'm like, yeah, it sucks. We're <laughs> traveling. It's going to suck, and she's and it just comes off as she. You know, and it's mm-hmm. not intended to mm-hmm. be, but like in my head, this is how I'm able to get through this is just I'm accepting the suckiness. So it must be terrible for her because she can't like commiserate in the misery with me to be like, oh, no, this sucks. Like, oh, no, we got to figure something out. I'm like, Ashley, it all sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> and like, we're going to have no hope. There's no hope. I'm like the guy <laughs> that goes to the haunted house and tells the person who's scared, like, you know, it's all fake, right? None of this is real. And they're like, yeah, but also like, I kind of like being scared. You know, that's the point. I'm like, yeah, it's stupid. They're all wearing masks. Like, it's all fake. There's no such thing as ghosts. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. 
But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. (sighs) 
I think you need to travel with Dean. Dean d- just travels with a backpack. He's super happy all the time. I think you guys would travel together well. But I do want to talk about Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. On the Dean thing. You know what I was thinking about? Because I was thinking Dean the other day. I do want to talk about Tom Cruise. But uh, I didn't shower for like, I think it was three days I didn't shower. And I I felt like Dean and I could have really just bond in this moment. And I if, <laughs> because I was thinking in my head, forget why, I don't know, we were traveling or I was busy. I can't remember. But there was like three days where I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't shower Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Like today's Thursday. Last time I showered was Sunday. This is disgusting. And I was like, one, Dean would be proud. Two, like I think if Dean and I traveled together, I think both him and I could go a full week without showering and have no issues. Yeah, Dean, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you are on the shower scale, but yeah, that's that's a normal week for Dean. How badly does he stink sometimes? Like, let's be real. Oh, sometimes I'm like, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but you you smell terrible. I don't want to get near you. Is that ever like, like a, a smell is such an important thing to me. Like we were just yeah. in New York and I, I hate the city because when you walk anywhere in the city, it's just wretched. Ugh. And yeah. Ashley's like, it's never bothered me before. You have such a sensitive uh, thing with smells. And I'm like, I don't know. So for you with Dean, like if Ashley smelled like B.O., I'm sure he smells like B.O. what? Like 15% of the time, maybe? You know, I think 15 is good. Yeah. yeah. If Ashley smelled like B.O. 15% of the time, I'd be like, babe, we might have to get separate beds. Like I can't handle that 15%. <laughs> Yeah, I just make sure he showers before bed. I'm like, if you want me to cuddle, he gets mad that I don't cuddle him. I'm like, I'm not cuddling you if you smell like that. He's such a dog. He I is, know. He's such a golden retriever. But also he's sensitive like a golden and you have to like tell him gently, hey, you stink, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, I could see that. He is such a, he, uh, yeah, he's such a puppy. Anyway, uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, so we had the opportunity to go to the Mission Impossible premiere in New York. Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, we saw the movie on Thursday. It's great because um, we had to see the movie before we went to the premiere because we went for Showcase Cinemas. So there's a theater near me. It's a showcase that I've gone to ever since I was a kid. So I've been able to you know, work with them in some capacity after The Bachelor. And so they were like, hey, listen, there's a spot open if you guys want to go to the Mission Impossible premiere in New York and interview some of the stars. We were like, hell yeah. <laughs> so then... They had uh, the day before uh, our our friend at Paramount was was telling us that there's a uh, live uh, Q&A on TikTok that uh, we had some TikTok people coming, sitting in the audience and watching. And it's going to be really small and intimate. There's going to be like maybe 10 people watching this in the room. And then it's going to be Tom Cruise, Christopher McQuarrie, who's the writer, director, Haley Atwell and um, Tarzan, who's a who's a star in the movie as well. And we were like, holy shit. Yeah, of course, if we're able to go. So I was able to figure it out, Audrey. So we drive up that morning. So we're sitting there and it's really, it's a room in New York and there's, you know, six or seven people from TikTok there and, you know, a crew of like 20 to 30 people. And then the two hosts. And then some of the stars start showing up and it was supposed to start at like two. I can't remember. But point is, uh, Cruise was an hour and a half late. And (sighs) which, but again, or not again, but... So apparently, if you guys don't know, Tom Cruise like meets every fan, spends time with everybody, like mm. really is just a wonder. And so like they always run late. Apparently, when they had a premiere out in Abu Dhabi, like the premiere, the red carpet took like four hours because Tom took time to meet with every fan, talk to every reporter. He's just that guy. It's like, God, that's awesome. Like, of course, you could be late if you're doing that. Absolutely. 
When you said that, I was expecting like he's a diva, but no, no, he's actually a pretty good guy. The okay. complete opposite, which is what yeah. I've always heard about Tom Cruise, and to to hear that like, oh, he's late coming here because he's doing that. It's like, of course you could be late. Who cares? Like anybody who gets mad at that for literally, I mean, I'll I'll talk about it in a second. But so he come, he shows up in the room. It's so funny because there's commotion in the room. You know, everybody's talking, and then we can hear like, you know, he's forty five seconds out. He's thirty seconds out. It's like the president entering the room. Like, Holy <laughs> shit! So then Cruz walks in with Chris McQuarrie, and it gets dead silent. Like everybody kind of like, you know, I can see the casting. Like I can see the crew. Like you know, just like making sure that everything's good to go and everybody's kind of like has their backs up and he comes in smiling. He's like, Hey, how you doing? How is everybody? And it's so weird. The first time I saw him in person, because it's, you know, Tom Cruise, someone I've watched all my life. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's, that's fucking Tom Cruise. It's just so weird to be like, yeah, he's just a human. So, and not that short, shockingly, because mm-hmm. his height is his biggest, like everybody talks about his height. I would never. How tall do you think he is? Like five, eight? Yeah. But he's also okay. kind of like stock, like he's stocky, he's muscular. So I would never look at him and, and be like, oh, that's a short guy. He seems very yeah. average height. And so he is saying hi to the crew and everything like that. And so we're sitting there off to the corner and he kind of walks up to us, you know, the the group of six or seven of us. And he's like, what are you guys doing? And uh, we're like, oh, we're just watching. And he's he's like a parody of himself. I love this man so much. Because then he's like, and then he gets dead serious. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm very sorry for being late. There was just business that needed to be attended to. And it, it just couldn't be avoided. And we were like, no issues whatsoever, my friend. <laughs> and then there was like a two second gap where the producer was like coming to get him, telling him where he's going to go. And he was kind of like standing there right next to us. And nobody got up to say anything. So of course I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm Jared. Very nice to meet you. And I got up and shook his hand. He's like, very nice to meet you. And it was so funny. And then he walked away and the guy behind me, who's a movie TikTok guy. And he was like, you know, Cruz is telling the producer to like, get that guy out of here. He was like, who shook my hand? Get him out of here. Um, <laughs> so, so then they sit down, they do the Q and A. And afterwards, you know, we didn't get too much instruction. It was just, they just said, you're going to take a group photo. And then, you know, they have other press, so they got to get going. And then, you know, obviously you guys can head out. We're like, okay, great. So we're standing there. We took the picture and then we're literally right next to Tom Cruise. So we say, Hey Tom, you know, I'm Ashley and I'm Jared. And and then I start just, you know, explaining, you know, movies have been such a big part of my life. Your movies have been such a big part of my life. And, uh, you know, just really praising him for a few minutes because, uh, you know, he is an idol of mine and like someone that it's just like, it's Tom Cruise and someone I've always yeah. watched. And, and I've heard so many, you know, obviously there's a lot about Tom Cruise out there, but I've heard nothing but when you're meeting him, wonderful things about how nice he is, how he cares, how hardworking he is and how he treats people and um, just wonderful things. And so I wanted to tell him that just say like it, it, it's really cool as someone that I've looked up to for so many years that you, uh, have had, uh, you know, just, I, I've heard nothing but wonderful things about you. And so like 20 seconds in, there's a producer that comes up and they're obviously trying to get us out of there. And they say, Ashley and Jared right this way. And Tom stopped them. And he was like, Hey, we're, we're, he said, we're communicating. I'm, I'm enjoying this communication. I'm fine. I want to finish this communication. <laughs> we're like, damn. And so 
And he did that to like four or five producers because the producers kept coming up because we were there for about two or three minutes. And every like 15 seconds, they'd be like, Ashley and Jared right this way, Ashley and Jared right this way. Or like somebody came up and was like, Tom, we got to get going. And then he'd be like, 30 more seconds. I want to finish this communication. I'm enjoying this communication. I'm fine. <laughs> I was like, damn, this is crazy. Like Cruz is setting people up. And then we knew that we were causing issues anyway. So we got like a few minutes and it was fantastic talking to him. And he was just smiling at us. And he was like, thank you so much. It means the world to me that you guys are saying this. And that's why I make movies. Because we told him uh, the story about how we did a line from Jerry Maguire at our wedding instead of, you know, um, book readings, you know, like a reading from so-and-so. We did movie lines and, uh, you know, movie quotes that have meant a lot to us. And one of them was Jerry Maguire when you came in. And, and you know, I'm looking for my wife and all that jazz. Um and it was fantastic. And we talked and he was like, you guys are awesome. And I was like, you're awesome. And so we <laughs> left and, um, you know, we caused a little uh, frustration for some of the producers, which I don't blame them. Uh, but it all sorted itself out at the end. Thank God. Cause, uh, for a moment I was like, Paramount is never going to invite us to anything ever again, even though we weren't stopping anybody. It was, I mean, what am right. I supposed to do? Tom Cruise is saying, I'm fine. I want to finish this conversation with them. Am I supposed to be like, Tom, we're good. We're we got to go. Away. Of course <laughs> yeah. not. You know? <laughs> Um, so then fast forward, we're on this high and then Monday comes at the premiere. So we get to walk the carpet and we are, then we set up where the press is and we get to interview some of the stars and then Cruz walks up like Cruz is walking. So it was like a big loop. So he entered and then this is where the fans were. We were across from the fans and then he had a loop around, walked the carpet and then he started his press and then looped around. It was like a big circle, but he first walked onto the carpet and went directly to the fans. And he, he said hello to every single fan. And apparently he does this everywhere he goes. And it was wonderful to see because to see these people's reactions when Tom Cruise was looking at them, letting them speak and smiling. I mean, it's just, how could anybody get mad at Cruise for, you know, being two hours late to something because he's doing yeah. he's right. really making these people's lives because they'll always oh, remember so the cool. day like i met tom cruise he looked at me and he shook my yeah head. you know that's the story i'm going to tell for the rest of my life when i got the opportunity to look and he was staring right at us and he was smiling and he was like thank you so much like that's why i make movies and it was wonderful and so he was talking to every single fan and then there's a cameraman next to us and he said tom one you know a picture with the fans picture with the fans and he was like a for e or people or whatever and so tom turned around and then he saw us and he goes hey you guys he's like uh you guys are great you look cool you look cool and we we're <laughs> like holy sh and then the camera guy next to us was like i don't think he was talking to me and I was like, no, we 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 met him yesterday. We go way back. Story. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and it was so great. And he he came around. He and he talked to every single reporter. And not every star did. And I don't blame them. Like they're there for two and a half hours. They're meeting people. They're talking. Yeah. Like we're not going to talk to everybody. But the fact that the biggest star in the world talks to every single reporter and talked to every single fan was just. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was really cool to witness in person. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm lucky. This is going to sound really lame. So lame. And I'm <laughs> sorry to keep speaking on this, but uh, I feel very prideful in the people that I, uh, 
you know, am a fan of because I'm very passionate about mm-hmm. it. Like whether we had Rob Thomas on the podcast last week or, uh, you know, Brady or Tom Cruise. And to see like to have Rob come on the podcast and then talk to you guys and then you guys experience kind of like why I like I'm such a fan of this person and his music mm-hmm. and to have Dean be like, dude, that guy is awesome. He's the man. Um, they're like, I know, bro. Like, I know that's why he's so cool. And then, you know, with Brady meeting him in person and seeing like the way he's interacted with people and like to see him um, come to these events and shake hands. And then furthermore, to see what Cruz did, which is just like taking it to a whole new level of like, you're the biggest star in the world, arguably the most famous person uh, like in, in Hollywood in the history of Hollywood. I mean, it, Tom Cruise is right there. Um, and to just do what he does uh, was it was just like, that's why I love that guy, you know, because yeah. he's an action star and he's my favorite. You know, he's he's just awesome as an actor and I've watched his movies. But like to see what he did with every single person and to see how happy that he made every person to hear that he does this all the time uh, was just like that is so cool. And if I couldn't be any more of a fan of you than I already am. Uh, so that was cool. That's amazing. I feel like, you know, they say all the time, don't meet your heroes, but you've met three and you've had good experiences with all three. So that's why, like, I feel so lucky. Uh, I know I'm like being bashful right now because I feel <laughs> I'm proud to be a fan of these people, you know, <laughs> like I, I mean, like I'm an ant, you know, in terms of like promoting Mission Impossible, right? Like, no, who gives a shit what I say about this movie? But like, I'm going to do everything in my power to promote this movie because I, I mm-hmm. wanted to do so well for um, Tom, even though it's so stupid of me to think like the, the, there's way more marketing or like with Brady, right? Brady, I'm always wearing his Brady brand. And it's like, I'm just yeah. like trying to promote it as much as I can because I care about it so much. Or Rob Thomas with Matchbox 20, like promoting the album, talking about the songs. And it's like, I'm an ant in this whole scheme of marketing for them. But like, because I'm so prideful and being a fan of yours, like I'm going to do whatever I can to try to make you as successful as possible. And I know it might be minuscule, but I'll do everything I can. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives, and not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. 
there's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, who's next on your list? You've met three of your idols so far. Who's next? I mean, there's nobody. That's it? That's it? That can't be it. I mean, the thing is, like, it's all, like, everybody joked, like, Tanner uh, joked one time. He was like, I think you're psychotic because your favorite people are all Toms. They were like Rob Thomas, Tom Brady, and Tom Cruise. I'm like, yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was, yeah, it's, no, maybe I am a psycho. So now that I'm, <laughs> I've met them all, I'm like, what the, f-? like, there's nobody... There's really no one, no singer, no other actor. Well, Easton just said Henry Cavill dressed as Superman. I mean, holy shit. <laughs> uh, of course, I would love to meet Cavill. Oh, my God. Um, and just, you know, tell him that he's the, you know, the Superman of our generation. And, and it's a shame and a sham what happened to him. And it makes me so frustrated. And it doesn't mean that I'm not excited for James Gunn's Superman. I am. We don't talk about it right now. But if you think that I'm not a little pissed off at the future of DC with how they handled Henry Cavill, then you don't know me at all. Anyway. What about Ben Affleck? Do you care about you care about him? Oh my God, I care about Affleck so much. Uh so he's next. 
Yeah, I just feel like Affleck would see like let I you knew, down. I, not let me <laughs> down, but like I know he'll be like, yeah, like cool, bro. Thank you so much. And and walk off. Yeah. Exactly. Like I got yeah. I I get it. Like I get Ben. I feel like there's a like I I love Ben so much and again, like someone that I'm proud to be a fan of. Um so I guess yeah, I mean if I ever had I had the opportunity to shake Ben's hand, I'd be like, "Bro, you know, you're just I wouldn't say bro, I would say sir. Uh <laughs> you are just uh awesome. Just awesome." Yeah. I feel like Ben would give you 2 seconds of his time and Jayla would give you a little bit more. Yeah, just based off what little I know about their personalities. Yeah, I mean, I, we talked about this podcast. I love them as a couple just because I love... But then Jennifer Garner, I swear, would give you like a whole hour of her time. Oh, yeah. I mean, have you seen... I love her. Have you seen Ben's and Jennifer Garner's daughter? I don't know her name. Yes, looks just like her. I mean, holy shit. Everyone was taking photos of them at the white party and I was like, is Jennifer there? <laughs> it was <laughs> crazy. I mean, yeah. I saw the picture. Ashley showed it to me. She was... And I was like, yeah, that is that is just Jennifer Garner because they always, you know, you talk about parenthood and if you're getting if you're marrying someone who already has kids, then you're constantly reminded of their ex because if they look like them, like holy shit, J Lo yeah. is just looking at Jennifer Garner every time she hangs out with Ben's kids. That's so true, but good thing she she seems like a good ex. Obviously, don't know anything about their marriage, but she just seems like such a wholesome, lovely person. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, yeah, she really does. I mean, how can you not feel for her a little bit? You know, like I know because from the stories that we heard was that it was Ben obviously fell off the wagon, started getting back into alcohol, and then that ended the marriage, which he's I believe talked about publicly and, and been remorseful for. And then he sobered up, you know, wanted to try to fix things, and of course, like it didn't work out. It's hard. And then like holy shit, and he starts dating J Lo again. Yeah, I mean, damn. We talk about like our exes, you know, and exing us go on Bachelor, Bachelorette. Like it's kind of, I mean, obviously tenfold because he's dating J-Lo, but like similar feeling where you're like, oh, like, you know, I hope you, I hope you find happiness, like do what you need to do. And you're like, well, I, I have, like, I'm going to marry Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, like, what, what, did yeah. you, what did you just say? say I'm that sorry, again? pardon? <laughs> did you ever tell yeah. an ex that you were going on Bachelor? No. I was Did it, you ever yeah. have an ex that you felt like you needed to? That like, oh, no. they should probably know that I'm going on the show before they see me? No, I wasn't in like any relationships close to the time of the show. Oh, okay. So I was like, it's, yeah. I, um, there was only one, I mean, I've talked about the podcast before, but yeah, there was one that I, I definitely had to call and, and be like, mm -hmm. hey, just a heads up. I, I think I'm going on this show. So, yeah. oh, weird. <sighs> I think it's also different for a guy and a girl because girls watch the show. True, true. It's like you could tell a guy, but I doubt he watches the show. It's more so he probably heard that you're going to be on the show. Yeah, they'll like, be like, and? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I have had exes that would definitely just like watch the show and then all of a sudden probably just watching night one and then they'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> is, this a, yeah, is this a joke? <laughs> yeah, That'd for sure. crazy. So we do have to wrap up this podcast, unfortunately, because we are on a time crunch. I feel so bad because I told my entire story. I've, I've taken up this podcast. It's a good story. It is a good. I mean, it's it, how many <laughs> times you meet Tom Cruise? Twice. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, we, I feel very grateful and blessed for that. Like, it's just, it's still, um, yeah, it's great. Uh, but Kaylin, do you have any uh, anything on your end you wanted to talk about quickly on the podcast? Wedding updates? I mean, you're away from um, Dean. Hey, how long has he been away for? Uh, he is back. He just flew to LA for the day, um, but he's back for a week. Is he golfing? So, yes, he's golfing. <laughs> that, tell him, 
tell him that his fiance is waiting for him and to get his ass back to Vegas. I know, I know. Quick trip, but um, yeah, wedding planning's going great. And I feel like we'll have some updates for you guys next week. Yeah, well, we're some talking exciting to- wedding updates, dress fittings, all that stuff. Well, we're talking to Joe and Serena, who are a married couple next week. So I'm yes. excited uh, for you to be able to talk to them about wedding updates. But as for this podcast, that will do it. Make sure you tune in next week, uh, where hopefully we all suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. And email us at newlyweds at iHeartRadio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.